the KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. I'm about to be joined by Minister Malcolm Noon, but nevertheless, I think he enjoyed it. And also in joining us in studio, um, Deputy John McGuinness, great to have you both in. Video footage has been shared online. Um, of those protesters, uh, people protesting over plans to turn a former restaurant site in Orlingford into accommodation for beneficiaries of temporary accommodation. Since last week, there's been a presence outside the site with protests on Friday of about 20 people and around 100 people on Saturday. An address to those gathered on Saturday included calls for a blockade of the town and a boycott of local businesses. Local Fianna Fáil councillor Michael Delaney attended and spoke to the protests on Saturday and uh, we decided that we would take a clip of that protest and comment from that protest to to start discussions this morning. I will warn you though before we play it that this audio footage does contain some very strong language. Some of you might have seen the video of me speaking down there with Derek. Um, So here in Orlingford um, there's a building here lads it's it's the size of a travel lodge It's it's, it's, it's the size of a small hotel uh, in a town of about 2,000 people. The town people have not been told anything. We don't know anything. So we're only going by estimates because uh, originally the townsfolk were told it's office space. Then we were told it's sleeping quarters for uh, the drivers of the coaches of, of the company that of the guy that's running this. And uh, then we, we got told it's Ukrainian women and children. We know the line, you know, we know that line where it goes. So because we weren't told, we're assuming the worst. And we're going to fucking act as if our lives are in danger here because to, if if 200 men go in here like what we've seen in every other fucking county lads, yeah if 200 men go in here into this town there isn't 200 lads in this town that can stop that no. um but we can stop it before it happens that wasn't of course uh the fianna fall councillor that was one of the protesters commenting there um deputy mcginnis uh, your thoughts on um that type of uh commentary I don't think there's any <clears throat> any place for that type of commentary um, in relation to issues like this. Uh, I think that you know it, it it just inflames communities. It's based on on poor on poor facts um, and it ignores uh, the reality. And I would say to the people of Orlingford, this is stand back uh, and just look at what the facts really are. And we're told that that building is to be used for. Uh, or maybe used for uh, housing those that are fleeing from the war in Ukraine, which will mainly be made up of uh, women and uh, children. Uh, and that has been confirmed, I think, uh, publicly by the owner uh, of the building. Uh, I do not agree with boycotting businesses and pushing people into a, a position where uh, you know they, they feel intimidated uh, and cannot express their opinion. And we need to calmly look at these issues and deal with them in that light. Uh, unfortunately, it is a fact that the department is, to say the least, overwhelmed. Uh, they lack engagement with the local county councils, uh, the local communities, uh, those involved, and they just refuse to give information to public representatives like me uh, and indeed like the local councillors. The officials of the council are also uh, le- left without any information so they they cannot say clearly from day one what will or will not happen uh, but I would again urge people to 
uh, consider what's being said and examine the facts uh, and then decide on their position. Uh, Minister Neon, this building's obviously now being passed over for consideration to the department. Um, Deputy McGuinness saying that the department needs to uh, communicate better. Yeah, I suppose just to join, first of all, Brian, with uh, what John has said in relation to those comments that you played, extremely disturbing. I mean, this uh, person saying we know the line, lives in danger, is absolute nonsense. There's no truth in it. There's no foundation to it anywhere. And whether it be uh, men seeking international protection or whether it be, uh, in this case, uh, the, uh, the, in, in the case of Erlingford, the benefits uh, beneficiaries of uh, temporary protection uh, under the, the Ukraine programme. Um, I, I think it's it, they're appalling comments and I absolutely deplore them and we should all, all of us in public office should deplore such commentary because it is fueling uh, racism and uh, the, the, the reality in, in, in relation uh, to this particular building as John has said is that the, uh, the department in October received an offer of accommodation for benefits of temporary protection from Ukraine in this particular building. Uh, it had been passed over to my department, Department of Housing, Local Government and Heritage, because of the um, <coughs> emergency refurbishment works that were required on the building. So that's ongoing. And the owner has confirmed this as well. And, you know, I think we're looking at uh, a, a broader picture around uh, integration and inclusion. We're looking at a, a community in Erlingford. Uh, in this case, we're looking across the country. And there are there are genuine concerns. And I think I, I think uh, those concerns, particularly around the capacity in terms of services uh, to, to host families, the vast majority of people in Ireland uh, have been very welcoming. We've taken in over 100,000 people uh, from the terrible war in Ukraine. And we look at a place like Erlingford, which is in, you know, can benefit from net uh, migration from new communities coming in. I think the, you know, the, the, the population is largely stagnant in this part of Kilkenny and, and schools, local GA clubs could benefit from new people coming in. And I, I do think that... Uh, but what about the contestant uh, being contested that the, the department doesn't communicate this? I mean, often so, within a void of lack of information, yeah, that's where so fear will exist. It has to go through a process and it goes through the process where the offer is made of the building and that and that's that has been the process to date. Uh, and then there is communication to local reps uh, once... Uh, it has been confirmed that this uh, the bu- that a particular building will be used. There's no doubt it could be better. I think a bigger picture that government is discussing now is uh, around the broader national public awareness around migration and immigration and uh, both uh, how uh, people come into our country and how we process them and how they are welcomed and supported in, in, our, in our communities. That's something I think is important. I think government is uh, in, in a process of looking at a national campaign around that. Migration is has been a part of human history since since time immemorial and something that all countries have to deal with we all have to uh, we uh, we the irish have been uh, you know welcomed and not welcomed in countries ourselves uh, over over centuries and it's something that i think as a country we are a welcoming nation and i think we want to ensure that that continues and i think it's really important that we look at the drivers of you know the, the people are fleeing conflict they're fleeing climate change they're fleeing uh, countries where resources are a pro- are, are a real challenge mm. and i do think that we need to have a bigger conversation around inclusion and uh, immigration into into our country. Deputy McGuinness, there is a process to go through and councillors will be informed in due process? No, I, 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 I don't accept, um, Malcolm, that the process is there and that it functions the way you have described. Um, it, it may go from, you know, the department, one department to the other, to your department for sanction uh, to have the works carried out. 
and you give that sanction. Uh, the problem is there are no services. Everyone knows that you have to queue for doctors, queue for hospitals, queue for places in school. Uh, the Gardaí are under pressure. Uh, and therefore, because of all that, there should be a greater effort made to inform the local authority and to inform public representatives of what is going to happen or what is being asked of the different uh, departments. So in this case, like many other cases, we have not been informed. I only ever got one letter from Roderick O'Gorman. And I have to say that while he's a decent uh, man, he's he's causing an awful lot of uh, problems that need not be caused at all because of his lack of communication. I would have imagined that he was the one that should have been on the radio programme here this morning to discuss this. Uh, And I think that that might be no harm because in in most of the centres, at least that I have, uh, that I know of, uh, there has been no communication whatsoever. And and let let me say this, that it's not just a problem for those that are coming in fleeing the war. It's a problem for property owners who put forward their property to be considered. They spend many thousands of euro on the properties, uh, bringing it up to a standard uh, that the department will ask them for. And having spent that money, I know people in Kilkenny that they have then been rejected. They have not been. When I say they have been rejected, they don't know whether they have been rejected or not because they haven't received any communication from the department. That is absolutely disgraceful and unacceptable. And then you have a local community that is torn apart because it hasn't got the facts before them. Mm. And presenting people with facts and encouraging them to assist in integrating a group of people is absolutely essential. And I I can understand the fears of a local community that is told that you're going to get 100 all-male people into into a particular centre. Now, in this case... Uh, the family that I know of uh, in Erlingford uh, are, are decent, honest to God, business people who are providing um, a property to the standard that, that the department is asking for. It hasn't been approved yet. And my understanding is that there's very few contracts issued anyway. Yeah. I They're mean, just verbal contracts. You mentioned it's not their, acceptable. You mentioned there, Deputy McGuinness, that the, the family, um, that the business that own that particular property are good, honest to God, working class people. And you also commented that there's no place in public discourse for the type of rhetoric that we heard in that clip. But yet... Those protests were attended by uh, Councillor Michael Delaney, and we've seen video footage of, of Michael in attendance at those. He, he's the Cahirlock of, of that particular municipal district, and uh, to attend and pass comment along the lines of, "We haven't gotten facilities to accommodate. Any, we haven't got facilities to accommodate any extra people. We know nothing about them. They're not vetted." Yeah, that's a local Fianna Fáil councillor. That's all true, isn't it? That's un- those are unacceptable comments. No, 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 just one second, Malcolm. Let, let, let's, let's not just jump at the, at the easiest, um, you know, soundbite that we, that we can get. Let, didn't he break with party forget, line forget, generally forget, by attending I, and making those type no, of comments? I, I, I would attend public meetings. Uh, Malcolm, I'm sure, will attend public meetings as well, where you're asked to attend. But you deal, you deal with the facts. You get the opportunity to set out your soul in relation to what's going on here. And the problem is with local councillors, they don't know either what's going on. So you can, you, some people will blame the, 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 the business. Some people will blame a public representative. Some people will blame each other and, and they'll get into terrible conflict in, in local communities. And I honestly have to say, please put that to one side and start looking at the facts here before it gets out of hand. 
there, there is a, a commitment, I think, from the department that they will look at this building in the context of those fleeing from wars. Malcolm, what do you think of uh, the, the attendance uh, of, of Councillor Michael Delaney, his comments? Well, I, I think uh, as a public representative, uh, he, as a public representative in the local area and chair of the municipal district, is absolutely correct. I agree with John that to go and meet uh, residents who have a genuine concern, uh, but to make comments like these are unvetted or that we know, don't know them, I think he, we need a responsibility in public office. And we've seen it across the country where councillors, uh, TDs, elected members are making comments that are inflaming situation and making it more challenging. I think, uh, you know, John is, is correct in saying that uh, information needs to be more forthcoming. It is important, too, that we that there is a public awareness campaign. I think it's important as well to stress that uh, these properties, when they're offered, have to go through a process before they're accepted. And in 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 the vast majority of cases across the country, I, if you if you consider the numbers that we that Ireland has taken in, particularly under the, under the Temporary Protection Directive, which all European countries are obliged to do and and, par- and participate in, I think Ireland has done extremely well in terms of integration, inclusion into local communities, into GA clubs, into schools. And, uh, you know, I think separately, I mean, you, you look at the IP process and you, I, I have a, a fantastic example of the men who came to Kilkenny. Uh, I brought them up to Leinster House a number of weeks ago. Uh, I gave them a talk just about uh, our political process in Ireland. They were going to the National Museum that day. They're volunteering with Keep Kilkenny Beautiful. F- they're fantastic men and they come fleeing from conflict and, and very difficult situations. So I think we need a broader conversation about uh, the realities of people's lives who are fleeing, uh, be it the, the ravages of climate change or conflict in, in conflict zones around the world. Uh, and, I, and I think that separately, local communities do need to be supported in integrating these people into their into their into their areas, particularly in rural areas, uh, areas uh, in like North Kilkenny, uh, where which is in in you know general uh, not uh, seeing a population increase. And I think you know what we've seen in Ireland, and I think it's cr- really true to say that uh, diversity and inward migration has been largely beneficial for mm. Ireland in terms of employment. Uh, well, but Malcolm, isn't, isn't it a fact that? There is no, there's very, very little communication. There is very little um, being preparedness for for any group, whether it's uh, those fleeing from war or those uh, international protection applicants. There's very little uh, uh, pre-preparation, if you like, put into uh, their their uh, placement. Uh, and as a result of that, then this conflict arises in local communities. And it is that conflict that we have to avoid. But if we are to avoid it, we have to go back to the basics. And the basics here is communication and honesty. And the minister should be to the fore in that, and he hasn't been. He, he has been. I, I disagree. And I think it, there's no doubt it's a challenge where, you know, the, 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 these are significant numbers, not, um, uh, you know, right across Europe, we're seeing... Um, uh, this challenge and I think it's how we manage it politically collectively uh, both John and I and the minister and in government and but it, but it also requires political responsibility across the board and I think that's that's important I do agree with the point that communication in local communities and support for local communities to integrate and to uh, have a process of, of good inclusion I think and, and I whose think responsibility is that to, to make sure whatever communication is or isn't happened from governmental level down to local councillors I mean that's up for the 
debate, I'm sure. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to communicate to the people in the well, streets? I, I think that's, there's a collective responsibility there for us as political representatives. There's a responsibility of government at, at a higher level and the responsibility of local agencies such as uh, development partnerships, local uh, family resource centres and uh, local authorities. There's no doubt it's been hugely challenging uh, over the last number of years given the numbers that we're dealing with. But we can't allow... Um, other people with an anti-immigration agenda to come in and like the, the clip that you played at the start to, to, to be allowed to take up that space and, and make those disturbing but comments those and, have, and have premises being burned across the country. This is something we never thought, that John or I never thought we would see happen in Ireland. And I do think that there is a collective responsibility. I absolutely agree wholeheartedly with John around the communication piece. It's challenging, but we need to, to, to deal with it and we need to, to deal with it head on. Those of us that that want to assist and, and that have seen this before would agree generally with, with what you're saying, Malcolm. But the core issue here is that the minister has failed in his responsibility to deliver a coherent message to local communities and local public representatives. The local public representatives, as you know, because you attended the meeting with me and the council executive, do not know what's going on and they have expressed concerns uh, from the housing perspective and their role in relation uh, to that and yet there is no response from the minister i have written to the minister i have written to his advisor i have tried to flag this at various meetings uh, within the doll i've actually raised it in the doll chamber uh, and i think the time has come when given the failure of the department and the minister that we should now look at those that are here and settled in Ireland and how they're being supported and then how many more are coming in, where are they going and how best we can then improve the situation and inform people. I'd love to be able to go to a public meeting and give information, facts. And it is those facts that will defeat the message from those that want to do harm within communities. The Minister and has I failed in his, his role to communicate. I, I disagree. I think Minister O'Gorman has, has really um, been very proactive. I think he's um, managed uh, and led a, tr a very challenging process uh, over the last number of years. Uh, there's no doubt... Why doesn't he communicate more? I mean, if, De if Deputy McGuinness is stating that he doesn't communicate well enough, I mean, communication's a two-way street, obviously. People have to want to hear what's being communicated, but it must be communicated in the first place. Yes, so I think, first of all, as I said, there, there, there is a process to go through. First of all, when a property is offered, uh, it has to go through a process of, of assessment, and then it has to go through a process of conversion if it is uh, going to be used uh, for, for it to be refurbished uh, for use. I think uh, then uh, there is a a process then of communication with local representatives and with uh, council staff. Um, there isn't. Th there is. Uh, that's that's not true to say, John. It's absolutely true to uh, say. And and, and I do think that you know misleading se people now. separately. I, I you know I think the the issue of communication uh, and how uh, information gets out or or misinformation gets out into the public discourse. I think uh, that's something we all need to collectively manage at a political level. Uh, but there's no doubt that. Uh, you, we've we've over the last number of years the numbers that we're dealing with has been challenging but I think as a country largely we've managed it extremely well but we are accepting as a government 
that there is a need for a broader public awareness process and campaign and to have those supports in at a local level for the integration piece, the inclusion piece, uh, to ensure that communities are in a position to welcome these new uh, new, new families and new people into their community. Well, we'll try to get a communication from Minister O'Gorman. Um, maybe he'll have uh, thoughts or comments on how well he does or doesn't communicate. Interestingly, uh, a statement in from uh, Michael Delaney, um, the councillor, Michael Delaney, um, Cahirlock of that mu- particular municipal district. It reads... I attended the protest at Erlingford on Saturday because numerous local residents who were concerned about the proposals for the old Josephine's restaurant asked me to join them. I stood with the community and voiced my opinion and invited to speak at the protest. I support the local community 100% and told those in attendance that I will make myself available for anyone that needed any assistance. Uh, While I support the protests and the local community, I don't want to see the community divided by misinformation and untruths about what is happening in that building. Uh, The longer it is left without proper meaningful consultation and factual information given to local residents, the more likely rumours will spread and the hateful agenda will take over. I do not want to see that happen. I do not want to see local businesses or local people dragged into what should be a peaceful protest. Uh, Malcolm? I welcome that comment from and that clarification from Michael. Uh, and, and as I said, he is uh, absolutely, as a public representative, it's his duty to meet with uh, residents when they're concerned about an issue. Uh, I think I think collectively, as political representatives, we need to be careful of, of the language we use in dealing with issues like this. Um, I, a couple of texts, as you might be not surprised to find out from listeners. Uh, the protests in Erlingford are very intimidating. My heart goes out to the family involved. 90% of people involved in those protests are on state benefits and only love the excitement of this all. It was actually very, very frightening. Um, Deputy McGuinness, were you disappointed to see a Fianna Fáil councillor contribute to, to that particular narrative? Oh, okay. Again, I'm not disappointed. I think that it's part of our role as public representatives to listen to all sides of that story. Uh, And it's essential that we do to inform ourselves. But it's also essential that we would be armed with information and with uh, some advices for the people out of facts, not out of what we think might happen. And I think that that's what the councillor was attempting to do. And I have no difficulty with him attending. Uh, in fact, I would say on your programme here now, I'm happy to go and meet with those concerned uh, in in Arlingford to see can we tell them what we know to be the facts uh, and to ask for calm at a time when this is being dealt with. Mm. And I, I think that the other plea I would have is that uh, the local community should seek the facts. They, they, they should not be acting on... Uh, social media commentary uh, are out of a heated uh, public uh, debate and I think it's essential that the the family uh, should not be vilified in any way that the business people are there uh, they're all honourable people everyone of them both those that live in Orlingford the people involved in this and we should just stand back and listen to the truth I'd agree with that the, I mean the family have been very open about, about what the the offer they made to the department uh, to use the, the property for benefits of temporary protection and that's to me most welcome. We have a, re- a significant challenge in terms of, of shortages for, for, of accommodation for families in particular and this property was offered in good faith and I think, uh, so you know, John is saying that the facts should be on the table. The facts have been on the table for quite some time and yet there's a protest outside it. Um, the, te- fa- the fact, no, that needs to be clarified. The facts have not been on the table in Markham and you're, you're, you're misleading people, honestly. I did not. I don't know the facts. 
The county councillors don't know the facts. The officials don't know. Well, you, uh, you may know the facts because you're signing you, off on these. Let, let me read you. I don't know them. the story that we've been running um, on Casey Law News this morning, and if it's on Casey Law News, I can guarantee it. It, it is fact as, as we best know it at the moment. The Equality Department confirmed to Casey Law News that they've received an offer um, of accommodation for beneficiaries of temporary protection from Ukraine for the property known as Josephine's Kitchen or Roadhouse. But the spokesperson adds that as the Main Street building is in need of significant conversion or refurbishment works, it has passed to the department. Department of Housing um, for assessment under the Emergency Refurbishment Ukraine programme. A detailed assessment must be carried out to ensure it's being prepared to required standard and complies with the building and fire regulations. Those are the facts to date. When were those facts established? Could those facts have been established earlier in this process to prevent the protests we saw over the weekend? Possibly, uh, but I, I do think that it, it's important now. The community knows this. I think uh, the local reps know this. I think these, the, the it has to go through due process. And and if it de- if it's deemed suitable once the refurbishment works are done, then uh, hopefully it will be used for the purposes for which it has been offered. Yeah, and, and in the meantime, I think that all of this talk about uh, you know boycotting local businesses and escalating the protest, that 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 type of action or language uh, has no place. In the, in the process that mm. Malcolm has outlined. I mean, this isn't obviously just a Kilkenny problem. I mean, you know, we've seen the former St. Bridget's Hospital in Carlow um, being mooted to as a potential site. Are we going to have to get our ducks in a row? Are, are you guys as our, our elected representatives going to have to get your ducks in a row? Be it all of the things that we need to do proper communication in a timely fashion about exactly what's going to happen, making sure there's uh, adequate services to support the communities and those people coming into the communities, and also making sure that we don't get involved in the rhetoric around this to try and whip up a, a political storm. That is it in a nutshell, and uh, if you on, that comes under the heading of communication. And uh, you did mention that site in Carlow, uh, and I've had numerous letters and emails telephone calls. Do we know what's happening with the site in Carlow? Have we got clarification on that yet? Yeah, I spoke to Minister Gorman's uh, team this morning, so there is a a briefing due to local reps. It it is, uh, again, my understanding, it's going to be offered uh, to families um, and there's uh, negotiations ongoing uh, with the owners of the the building and uh, I think a briefing will be due to local reps once a decision is made. So it's in a similar process as the, the site in Orlingford. Well, Minister Malcolm Leung, Deputy John McGuinness, thank you very much for joining us on the KCLR Daily. Um, interesting to say that uh, we have been in contact with Roderick O'Gorman's office um, and uh, un- unfortunately he isn't available to the KCLR Daily today, but we will continue trying. And later on in the show, we'll be speaking to the family um, affected by those protests. Uh, Bernard Cavanagh will be joining us. Gentlemen, for now, thank you very much for joining us on the KCLR Daily. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card. The perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.